0: This is Money Stories, episode 11. Put your money where your heart is with Matt and Jenny Brady. Hi, and welcome to Money Stories, a podcast where I interview fellow Catholics and Christians so we can all learn from their personal money stories. I'm Caitlin Kano. I'm a wife, mom, financial counselor, and student of all things stewardship. Today, we're speaking with Matt and Jenny Brady. Matt and Jenny were a married, dual income couple when they first took a Bible study that helped them link their faith with their finances. A lot of life has happened since then, and they've been blessed to see how their faith has grown when they took the lessons they learned in the Bible study and applied it to their lives. They are just the sweetest couple, and I'm sure you'll enjoy what they had to say as much as I did. Hi, Matt and Jenny. Hi, Hi. how are you? Good. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. Thank you for having us. So, I really appreciate you coming on and and talking because, like so many other young Catholic couples, you two were two young working professionals and you guys had good income and were doing a lot of what the world considers the right things. Um, But I brought you on because of your interesting story of a life change that you guys made after taking a Bible study that worked your faith with your finances. So, can you tell me what is your money story?
1: Yeah. So, uh, Matt and I, we met in college and, um, really we've been together almost our entire adult lives. I mean, from pretty much the moment we turned 18, we've been together. So we've been uh, able to have the opportunity to make basically all of our adult decisions together. Um, good, bad, and otherwise. <laughs> so, um, we've been married almost 13 years now and, um, we have three beautiful children, but long before that, we uh, we struggled with infertility for a while, about eight years of our marriage, the beginning, and um, so that was a rough road, but um, in hindsight, you know, looking back on that, it was really it was just, you know, God wanted us to kind of get some things um, kind of cleared up and um, kind of draw, I mean, obviously really draw us closer to him.
2: I think we... You know coming out of college we really compartmentalized our lives so you know, we were going to mass on sundays and fulfilling our obligation and then um, we had our careers and we had our money and everything was kind of and we had our marriage and everything was kind of separate um, we traveled a lot for our jobs uh, we both worked very long hours and so um, everything was just very compartmentalized and we reached a point in our marriage where um, things just didn't seem right and uh, we decided to fall back on our faith and um, you know we had some great role models in our lives who were living holy lives and um, you know, we decided that the faith probably had more to offer than than you know what we uh, were experiencing at the time So we started to get more involved in our parish, and one way we did that was by taking the the Faith and Finance Bible Study, and I think what that really revealed to us was an opportunity to really unify our lives, Um, you know, everything about it from our spiritual lives to our our finances, our careers, and uh, all of those things really led to some dramatic changes uh, for us as, as a couple, and then you know, later on here as a family.
0: And what about the Bible study really resonated with you? Was there an aha moment, or was it throughout the whole process? Um, do you remember at what point you decided a change had to be made and this was the change you wanted to make?
2: Well, I think it starts with, you know. The, I remember the first lesson was about how God owns everything and now we're stewards of it. And, uh, you know, that really resonated with us at the time because, uh, you know, again, we we really kind of thought that it was ours, like this stuff was ours. We had earned it, um, you know, and then starting to realize that that God had given it to us and that we were intended to make use of it and and to try to do his will and accomplish his work, um, you know, was, was something that really resonated with us.
1: Yeah, and then from there, it, w- it was really the debt section. Um, we had, uh, between the two of us, it was nine years of higher education. So we had a lot of student loans. Um, and really, I'd say it was like 85 or $90,000 of student loans. Uh, we also had a car loan at the time. Uh, we had bought some furniture for a house that we had just closed on. Um, so in total, it was $110,000 that we had in debt. When we went through the <laughs> yeah. once we wrote it down, it was like, you know, yeah, on the one hand, it sounds, yeah, it sounds like overwhelming, but um, the thing that we really had going for us was we had great jobs and um, we definitely could make the payments. And so that's kind of how we justify all of it was, you know, yeah, we can make these payments. But when we really looked at how um, our decisions impacted our faith, and we looked at, you know, what was God really calling us to do? I mean, this debt really, we were shackled to it. And so, um, you know, we had we had to ultimately get rid of it and quickly, as quickly as we could. And um, thanks be to God, you know, we took it very seriously. And we were able to pay off every penny of that $110,000 thereabouts in, in uh, less than two years. So about 22 months or so. Um, paid all of that off and I mean it's just you're able to breathe so much easier and able to make decisions without having to think about you know how is that going to impact you know whether or not we can make these payments Um, it's really just what is God calling us to do in this moment and how can we best respond to that um, without having to like kind of worry about the money aspect so, um, so yeah, that's that was such. I mean, if God owns everything, and then taking care of the debt—like those two things combined—I mean, it really changed the course of our lives, <laughs> really, truly. Hundred and ten
0: thousand dollars in twenty-two months. What <laughs> was that moment like when you realized you had zero debt? Can you tell me about that? I know other people work years and years and years, and you did that in twenty-two months.
1: I mean, like I said, we took it very seriously. (laughs) Um, We actually, we were listening to Dave Ramsey at the time on his radio show also in conjunction with going through the Bible study and, you know, we would hear people do their debt-free screams and Mm -hmm. we had our little visions of doing our debt-free screams even on the air and stuff like that. But um, we didn't actually call in and do that, but we had our own celebration um, because yeah, you just truly, I mean, I mean, you can breathe easier. Um, and so that's really what it felt like you felt, it felt like a weight lifted off of you. Um, even though having that debt before we had gone through the Bible study, I didn't necessarily feel the weight of it, but once you kind of write it down and you recognize that, um, God owns everything and we are stewards of it and we could be better stewards without the debt than with the debt that was when it was like, okay, no, we need to take this serious and we need to we need to get rid of it. And then from there it's you know the promise to never go back into debt. And so we've been able to continue that now for I mean at least 10 years since I think we paid it off. Um, and so yeah, we still have no debt except for our mortgage, but but even that, you know, we are very close to paying off our mortgage thanks be to God and you know we hope that um we, we can do that maybe within the next year so get depending on what's going on with the current situation and markets and all that stuff but um in the world but um but yeah we're we are on that path and on that track um and still have three three young children <laughs> oh that to yeah I, I
2: mean, think um, you know just just one other thing to add there is mm-hmm. I think going through the bible study we really felt like God you know, uh, calling us to get rid of the debt. And so, you know, at the end of that 22 months, yeah, there was some celebration there, you know, from a a personal accomplishment standpoint. But I think even more than that, it was, you know, really an opportunity to, to, uh, you know, kind of ask God like what's next and and to, you know, to, to have that dialogue as, as a couple and, and within our spiritual lives and and really, you know, think and pray deeply about, you know, what God was calling us to next. Cause in the end it was, it was his blessing that allowed us to, to do that. So
0: knowing that it was, you were so focused for just a couple of years and you made tremendous strides, what changes did you have to make on a daily basis? And what did that look like in terms of just daily habits and, and things that you did a little bit differently or a lot differently compared to what you did before?
1: A lot of it, I think, is saying no to the wants. Um, you know, we, we know what we need, obviously, you know, food, shelter, and clothing. Um, but even, even within that, there's plenty of, you know, um, foods and things and, and, and clothing that, are not necessary. Um, And so it's kind of finding bargains here and there, um, buying things on sale, you know, that type of stuff, but not like to the point where, you know, we're only shopping at thrift stores, you know, 24 seven, you know, that that's not necessarily the extent that we went to, Um, but, you know, just knowing, knowing the difference between needs versus wants, um, that was definitely a daily, um, something that impacted us daily.
2: Yeah, I think the other thing I just had is, you know, there, there there's definitely some sacrifice in there. Um, We did start budgeting on a monthly basis. So thinking proactively about what we're going to spend our money on, uh, being very purposeful about it. But then, you know, the other piece of it is, um, if you can increase your income, then everything becomes easier. And so, um, you know, through my job, I had, you know, the opportunity to um, you know, get some promotions and other things along the way that that made it easier. So, um, you know, focusing on that end is obviously very helpful you know, as well.
1: But even still, with that, it's we did we didn't increase our um, our living the way that we lived. It was we even though he had promotions and those types of things or bonuses, um, we just kept making the same decisions that we were already making. We didn't increase our lifestyle um, just because income increased. So um, that was that was a huge, uh, huge bonus for us.
0: Yeah, because there's two sides of the equation, right? It's not just yeah. spending less, you can make more, you can spend less or do a combination of the two. So you looked at it from both sides of the right. equation there and, and right. attacked it from both sides. That's, that's amazing. And so what do you wish you'd done differently looking back? Was there, are there any changes you wish you had made or do you just wish you'd done it sooner? Um, when you look back at, at how you approach this, are there any um, hiccups that you you encounter that you kind of wish you'd foreseen or what does that look like for you too?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think for me it would be, so I'm, I'm a convert, I was confirmed in 2006. We didn't really have this awakening until probably 2000, late 2009 or 2010. There's about a three or four year period there where, uh, you know, kind of sorry to say that, you know, I wasn't really living my faith, um, you know, as a, as a husband and as a man. And so if I could go back and do anything, it would, you know, there would definitely be some things in that period of time that I would do differently, you know, both financially, as well as, as spiritually and, and you know other aspects of, of our lives. So yeah, I think just doing it sooner, um, you know, I think we all in retrospect have those moments in our youth where we wish we had done things differently.
1: I mean, for me, I really enjoy budgeting. I'm a CPA, so um, that's kind of in my wheelhouse. Right, right. But, um, but- at, when we first got married, Matt really was the one to take on the budget. Um, I was still in school and he was working. And so I kind of, even though we were married, I kind of thought, okay, well, this is his money. It's kind of silly, but you know, he was always working and he was kind of supporting me through school, I guess. And um, you know, so I, I let him handle that and I wasn't really involved in it as much, but you know, yeah, going through the course and just kind of coming together um, as a married couple, it was like, you know, I need to take a, a role here as well. And so, um, being more involved with the budget now, really, I kind of handle the budget part and Matt kind of, we talk about it every month. Um, it's like scheduled. <laughs> it's on my calendar every month to, to do the budget and we talk about it, but Matt handles more the, um, investments and retirement aspect of our finances. And then he, we, he does that and then we talk about it, but, um, he's an actuary and that's kind of, in his wheelhouse, the, the retirement stuff and the investments. So, um, we just kind of naturally fell into those roles once we realized that we both had a part to play, um, and we needed to do it together. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, And the decision-making needs to be something that the couple does together. Right. I mean, there's, there's, there's usually someone who falls into that more budgeting role and someone who falls into, yeah, like the investment role, but the decision-making is one that's rooted in values. Right. So I'm sure through your time in the Bible study, um, is that something that you encountered that you realize this is something you need to make decisions on together? Or is that something you do a little bit more organically on your own?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think going through the Bible study, we realized that we just needed to have um, more communication with one another on our finances and, and just more broadly on our goals, our hopes, our dreams—you know—thinking ahead to kids and what we were gonna, what we wanted to accomplish, you know, when we had kids and before we had kids, and so, um, you know, it was kind of an, an outgrowth of that, yeah. and it was just—we both have an interest in it, and so it was something for us to to relate to with one another and to be able to talk about. And I'll just add, also, we. Because we talked about you know having kids for
1: so long, we um, we really planned on you know me being able to stay home and be a stay-at-home mom, and so um, because Matt started working before me, even when we first got married, um, we really lived on just Matt's income even from the get-go, and that for us has been a game changer. Um, even though we weren't necessarily on the same page at the beginning, we were there. And, um, and so, you know, when I was working, I worked for about 10 years before we had our children, um, my income was really what went to pay down that debt. Um, and then, you know, we saved the rest, anything that was left over. And so, or, and gave as well, but we're trying to be generous, but because we had intended on really only having one income, um, it really allowed for us to kind of make different decisions that freed us up to not, you know, not have the debt and to be able to save more, to be able to give more, invest more, you know, all of those things. So, um, that, even though we, it kind of just worked out that way. Um, that was something that kind of set us up really. And it just put us in a good spot. So.
0: Yeah. And you mentioned now you're a stay at home mom and Matt, before you were talking about when the debt was paid off, you were able to take a moment prayerfully. And I'm sure it's been, you know, years since that point and say, Lord, what do you want me to do? What, what do you want me to do with my time now and my, my energy and my money now that this debt is paid off? So how does your life look differently now? I keep talking about these, these cute kids of yours. So um, how is life different now?
2: Well, I think now our life is really rooted around our family, um, you know, our domestic church, and you know like jenny said she's able to stay at home we have um, three kids that are uh, nearly 10 months two years old four years old uh, so they're all at home Um, thankfully my job's pretty flexible so i've actually been working from home for three months now so i get to have lunch with them every day and we get to have dinner together and you know we spend a lot of time together and and so that's really you know what we're prioritizing as a family, and you know some of the decisions that that we made, you know, ten years ago, um, are really enabling us to to be able to do that, you know, now and to be able to to really focus on on one another and on our kids.
1: Yeah, and just you know, going back to the week one of the Bible study, you know, God owns everything, and we're stewards you know, it, it definitely goes way beyond finances. Um, God gave us these children and we take it very seriously, um, being their parents, um, trying to teach them to be good stewards of all they have, even though they have no money. Um, you know, being good stewards of their, their bed and their room and their toys. And, you know, my daughter, she's four, she asks so many questions as most <laughs> four-year-olds do. Um, you know, why, why this, why that? And, it's been a joy to explain to her the why, because um, you know, we kind of struggled at times with the why. And um, you know, God has revealed more and more to us you know, the whys and the hows. And, um, and so we get to kind of pass that on to our children. And so that's stewardship. I mean, it's, it has to um, permeate every aspect of your life, I feel. And, and we're just trying to live that out just every single day.
0: Yeah, for sure. That That's amazing. And the kids are definitely going to take some of those lessons. I'm sure they have their own personalities and will have their own money personalities, but their values will be centered in stewardship, which is beautiful. And what advice would you give to another young couple starting out? You two were had both had great incomes. You also had wonderful, expensive educations. And I'm sure there's a lot of other couples who are in the same boat that you were in. Um, what advice would you give them about how to approach it and, and what they should do together as a couple to um, handle whatever life can throw at them financially.
2: Well, I guess two things come to mind, you know, first of all, is, you know, again, God owns everything. And, it, and as, a, as a married couple, it is important uh, to be open with one another uh, about this, because if, if you're not open about this, then there's probably other things that you're not. Communicating about um, so being open with one another and then you know praying and, and really letting God into those decisions I think is important. But then the other thing I think also that we haven't mentioned yet is is being generous. Um, you know, as we went through the Bible study and as we were tackling the debt, we first you know decided to um, you know take money you know from our first fruits as soon as we got you know, paid and set that aside into a separate account that we call our charity fund and, you know, use those funds to help our church and help, um, you know, other ministries and organizations like Compass that we, you know, um, have really, we really feel like, you know, there's a need for us to support those. So I think generosity is is also really key and adopting that early is really important.
1: Yeah, particularly for us, we had the capacity to be generous, and at the beginning, we were honestly minimally generous, um, <laughs> if that's such a thing. But um, we, you know, we would go to mass, and we would just write a check in the car and um, you know put that in the collection basket. It was just kind of you know almost like an afterthought. Um, but yeah, once going through the Bible study, it was just like this. God is calling us to so much more than that. And, um, we, we truly need to, to just step it up, um, and, and show God how much we love him through what he's given us, you know? And so, um, just to be more generous in that way, uh, I would say for us, especially just the fact that we, we were able to do that, we were definitely felt called to do that. So, um, and just, we were, we started, you know, where we were, whatever amount that we were giving at that time. And then just every year and even, you know, every six months, even we would increase it a little bit, a little bit. And you kind of be, honestly, for me, I'd be a little bit hesitant. Like, you know, can we really afford, you know, a little bit more, this much more, 1% more, half a percent more. And every time just, you know, God provided and, um, you know, you just we just have to let go and, and trust him. And that's kind of one thing we really learned through this process. I love that
0: you spoke to that because I think a lot of times when people are dealing with paying off a of debt, they get tunnel vision and that's all they can see is the debt being paid off. But generosity is something we need to balance um, while we're approaching these goals because the the benefits of generosity are just tremendous and the Lord cannot be outdone and his generosity. Um, so I love that you spoke to that because it is something you have to balance when you are paying your debts or saving for a goal, um, that we're called to be generous in all things. And that's not a a plug to, you know, encourage people to tie it or anything like that, but it's just, it's good for our hearts and it's good for our souls. And when we forget that, um, we kind of get disconnected from, why we're working towards our, our goals in the first place. And we're, we're working towards those to be faithful financial stewards. So I appreciate you, you speaking to that aspect of it. Um, you guys are awesome. Your story is awesome. And I just appreciate you. And 10 years ago, when you started on this journey, I'm sure you would never have imagined that you'd be thrown on a, a Catholic podcast that <laughs> <Yeah. has> you <laughs> to influence other families, but hopefully it'll, it'll stick with someone and, and, you know, um, they can make changes that as you did. And your story is inspirational, 22 months. That's really impressive.
1: Only by the grace of God, truly. So we're responding, trying to get stewards. So yeah, thank you so much.
0: Right, good for you. I appreciate you too. And and thank you so much for talking
1: to us. Thank you for having us. Absolutely, thank
2: you so much.
0: For more information about Compass Catholic Ministries, including the various Bible studies and services that we offer, please visit compasscatholic.org. If you enjoy money stories, please share it with a friend. You may also like Compass Catholic's other podcast, Manage Your Money God's Way, available wherever you get your podcast. If you have any comments about today's show or suggestions for future shows, please email us at info at